This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. This is a wake-up call. What's unfolding before our very eyes with police agencies defying local governments in order to tap into the power of federal militarized troops in order to put down domestic unrest could very quickly snowball into an act of aggression against state governments, a coup by armed militarized agents of the federal government. At a minimum, this is an attack on the Tenth Amendment, which affirms the sovereignty of the states and the citizenry, and the right of the states to stand as a bulwark against overreach and power grabs by the federal government. If you're still deluding yourself into believing that this thinly veiled exercise in martial law is anything other than an attempt to bulldoze what remains of the Constitution and reinforce the iron-fisted rule of the police state, you need to stop drinking the government's Kool-Aid. This is no longer about partisan politics or civil unrest or even authoritarian impulses. This is a turning point. Unless we take back the reins, and soon, looking back on this time years from now, historians may well point to events of 2020 as the death blow to America's short-lived experiment in self-government. The government's recent actions in Portland, Oregon, when unidentified federal agents believed to be border police, ICE agents, and Department of Homeland Security agents wearing military fatigues with patches that just say police, and sporting all kinds of weapons, descended uninvited on the city in unmarked vehicles, snatching protesters off the streets and detaining them without formally arresting them or offering any explanation of why they're being held is just a foretaste of what's to come. The Trump administration has already announced its plans to deploy these Border Patrol agents to other cities across the country. Chicago is supposedly next in an apparent bid to put down civil unrest, as they call it. Yet the overriding concerns by state and local government officials to Trump's plans suggest that weaponizing the Department of Homeland Security as an occupying army will only provoke more violence and unrest. Folks, we've been set up. Under the guise of protecting federal properties against civil unrest, the Trump administration has formed a task force of secret agents who look dress, and act like military stormtroopers on a raid, and have been empowered to roam cities in unmarked vehicles, snatching citizens off the streets whether or not they've been engaged in illegal activities. There's a reason Trump has tapped the Department of Homeland Security and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection for this dirty business. These agencies are notorious for their lawlessness, routinely sidestepping the Constitution and trampling on the rights of anyone who gets in their way, including legal citizens. Indeed, it was only a matter of time before these roving bands of Border Patrol agents began flexing their muscles far beyond the nation's borders and exercising their right to disregard the Constitution at every turn. Except, these Border Patrol cops aren't just disregarding the Constitution. With this latest salvo by the Trump administration and its so-called crackdown on rioting and civil unrest, America itself is about to become a constitution-free zone where freedom is off-limits and government agents have all the power and we the people have none. Are you starting to get the picture yet? This is just one more piece of that elaborate test to see how far we the people will allow the government to push the limits of the constitution. Sadly, folks, 
We've been failing this particular test for a long time now. For example, all George W. Bush had to do was claim the country was being invaded by terrorists and the government was given even greater powers to spy, search, detain, and arrest American citizens in order, supposedly, to keep America safe. The terrorist invasion never really happened, but the government kept its newly acquired police powers made possible by the nefarious and overreaching U.S. Patriot Act. Barack Obama continued Bush's trend of undermining the Constitution, going so far as giving the military the power to strip Americans of their constitutional rights, label them extremists, and detain them indefinitely without trial, all in the name of keeping America safe. Despite the fact that the breadth of the military's power to detain American citizens violates not only U.S. law and the Constitution, but also international laws, the government has refused to relinquish its detention powers made possible by the National Defense Authorization Act. Then Donald Trump took office, claiming the country was being invaded by dangerous immigrants and insisting that the only way to keep America safe was to build an expensive border wall, expand the reach of the Border Patrol, and empower the military to assist with border control. That so-called immigration crisis has now morphed into multiple crises. Domestic extremism, the COVID-19 pandemic, race wars, civil unrest, and so on and so on, that the government is eager to use in order to expand its powers. Yes, as we've learned, the hard way, once the government acquires and uses additional powers to spy on its citizens, to carry out surveillance, to transform its police forces into extensions of the military, to seize taxpayer funds, to wage endless wars, to censor and silence dissidents, to identify potential troublemakers, to detain citizens without due process, it does not voluntarily relinquish those powers once it assumes them. Folks, this is a slippery slope on which we've been traveling for far too long. Sure, it's the Trump administration calling the shots right now, but it's government agents armed with totalitarian powers that are beholden to the bureaucratic deep state who are carrying out these orders in defiance of the U.S. Constitution and all it represents. Whether it's Trump or Biden or someone else altogether, this year or a dozen years from now, the damage has been done. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, we have allowed the president to acquire dictatorial powers that can be unleashed at any moment on anyone. As Harvard constitutional law professor Lawrence Tribe has said, the dictatorial hunger for power is insatiable. Folks, this is how it begins. This is how it always begins. Don't be fooled into thinking any of this will change when the next election rolls around. Wake up. The hour is late. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, 
we can make America free again.